millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Dan Wooten, and I am so excited today because we are backstage at a Kylie Golden gig for a brand new episode of the Dan Wooten interview. So each week, you know, I bring you some of the biggest names from around the world straight to your headphones and opening up about her life in hilarious, emotional and revealing detail today is the Aussie pop queen, Kylie Minogue. Now, Kylie is going to talk about love, music, and if she'll ever return to Neighbours, that's what I know you all want to know. Uh, Plus, she'll be taking on Shuffle, Delete, Repeat, and Is This Your Life? Plus, Turn Around, where she turns the tables on me. Stick around too, because I'll have all of your comments about some of our previous guests, including Camille Cabello, coming up later in the show. And if you want to listen to that interview or any of our previous A-listers like Gary Barlow, James Corden, or Megan Trainer, then just make sure you subscribe right now. But first, let's go in-depth and personal. Here's Kylie Minogue. Kylie, welcome to my pod. (gasps) This is so cool. I've wanted to have you in here for a very long time. How long have you had a pod? For only a year now, but we've had some great visitors. But as I say, until there's a Minogue, <laughs> it's not a proper pod, is right, it? Right, we're, we're no podding pod really hard right now then. But are you a podcast person? I mean, have you been on them before? Do you listen to them at all? Uh, I listen to them from time to time, yeah. I I, I like, well, I, I shall subscribe to you. Please do. Please <laughs> do. You just can hit subscribe right now if you're listening. But what's so great about them is that it's more chilled out. Yeah. There's no camera. Don't you love that? And there's no time limit, which is I mean, nice. you're in your underpants. No one knows. <laughs> that is a disturbing <laughs> thought for anyone. No, I he's not. No, he's fully wouldn't closed. wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> but look, obviously, we are here to talk Golden, which mm. has been such a long time in the making, really. A, a bit of a break between albums for, for true Kylie fans like myself. But Yeah, it didn't feel like it. that to me. But yeah, I guess so. I think it's been four years, which in in today's music terms is actually a relatively long break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I signed with a new label. Uh, Actually, once I'd signed with – we we got the album done Mm. quickly. We got Mm. it done within a year, Mm. just less than a year actually. Um, But it was just one of those points where it felt right. Mm. I felt like I was with the right team and the right influences. And obviously there was the Christmas album to, like, yeah. keep us entertained yeah. for and those two months. For people who went to a Kylie Christmas at Royal oh Albert Hall. I was at both shows. It's a cracker's night. I mean. Both you, shows, both years, amazing. You Brits go crazy at Christmas time. You go totally loco. It was incredible. I mean, literally it snowed inside the Royal Albert Hall. I just told, it, I told everyone that for a long time. But anyway, this album obviously very, very different yeah. because, number one, packed with emotion Mm. and number two experimenting with a new sound so it's still very Kylie very pop Mm. but 
with a Nashville influence, which I think, tell me if I'm wrong, mm. but I think it's brought out um, a bit more of emotion from you on some Absolutely. of the songs. Absolutely. And the intention was to to write, um, you know, put my heart on my sleeve and, and write what I needed needed to or wanted to write um, and, and try to really touch, uh, you know, to, to touch people and to move them. But with the, that country influence and, and Nashville influence, it's incredible how much scope it gave me mm. to do that, to write mm. with humour of, of all crazy yeah. things, um, uh, to really set set stories, set scenes and just, yeah, just really use the emotion. It was just great. Not that it, I, I mean, and so I've had to think previous songs, it's not that they weren't being truthful but perhaps not a whole album like that. Yeah, totally because it's very much a package, isn't yeah. it, from start to finish. And um, uh, that took uh, my A&R who's fabulous, Jamie Nelson. It was his, I, I wish I could take credit for this kind of, country influence mm. but it was Jamie Nelson who said to me in the beginning hey when you're in the studio just try and think of a some kind of you know just if, if you can put a kind of little country flavor in there it'll be mm. good and I said yeah sure what do you mean <laughs> like I just did not know what do you mean like a sample or a cover or a sound like what is it anyway it took us six months and a trip to Nashville to find that once we got really got the guts mm. of the album Jamie called me really cl- like about a week out from finishing recording and he said because I was still holding mm. on to these other songs that weren't that just didn't live in the same mm. world and I was trying to like chip away them different ways to try to make them fit and he said do you know what I think we should really just stay on this path and stay true to it and he could feel me on the phone mm. going Mm, that means I've got to lose this song and that song. And then he said, he said, you know what? What it is is I'd hate us to get to the end of the project and look back and say, I wish we'd really gone for it. So that that's all I needed to hear. And I said, right, okay, bye-bye songs that I've been attached yeah. to. Just, just make it as complete a work as possible. And I think we got three album tracks in that last week as well. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm so including glad, a lifetime to repair. Which is the song I want to talk about with you because I think it's the one that is probably going to shock the most people in a way because it's the one where there is a true country influence, yeah. real emotion and heart, but also, as you say, where there's a proper lashing of humour yeah. as part of it as well. Yeah. Um, and you've experimented a little bit with your voice as mm. as well, as especially in some of the voices. Obviously, it's still yeah. got a huge <laughs> Kylie chorus, as you would expect. Yeah, there's the big choruses, but certainly in a lot of the verses, we didn't even do that many takes. It was it was keeping mm. the imperfection and just trying to have the, that first, mm. the first delivery and, and just try to tell the story. And lyrically, it's probably one of your most honest songs mm. because it's obviously inspired by a breakup. But then I guess breakups. Yes. Well, and, that's, and then let's not at, call them all breakups, just relationships. Yeah, yeah. But then looking at the whole 
area of love. Yeah. Right. And your relationship yeah. with love. Yeah. And that's so fascinating for, for people. Yeah. Um, tell me about what it was like sharing that and talk to me a little bit about the lyrics on those songs because you you know, you talk about thinking that you'd settle down and, and mm. really letting your guard down and then obviously mm. I guess feeling a bit This is exactly bit, what I said. I let my guard down. Yeah. And and the devil's gone and left me a bruise. I mean yeah. I loved singing those those lyrics. I probably could not have sung them at the beginning of the year, mm. but certainly once I was feeling great, I was so happy to sing them. It's just, just taking a, a very honest mm. look at where I am in my life and that's why people, I think, you know, I'm getting so much feedback about that song mm. where I'm definitely not alone, you know. people oh, un- not. <laughs> people understand like, yep, yeah. yeah, that's, that's part of life. I feel like overall the album, it's not so much about, um, you know, because people really want to simplify it and say, oh, it's a heartbreak album. It's, it's actually not. There's some songs about that, but I think it's about acceptance of yourself. Mm. That's, to me, what uh, the, the strongest emotion is. Well, I said to you earlier, actually, to me, one of the most powerful messages that I took from the album mm. and the lyrics on the album is that, you know what? It's actually okay to be single. Mm. And it's okay to be in love and it's okay to get it wrong and it's okay to wish yeah. for things and dream for things yeah. and, like... I, I, I wanted course. the whole gamut of... Of course, but don't you feel like now we live in a society where if you are not married with kids by a certain age, especially as a woman, but also even as a gay man, to be totally honest, these mm. days, there is a certain judgment that can come with that. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever fitted into that anyway. And I've just learned that uh, that didn't work for me, you know, when I kind of tried to tried to make it work but that was like trying to put a square peg in a round hole it was never going to work and I I fully understand that now so um yeah I hope that that for all of my trials and tribulations that um people and particularly women can be inspired like don't feel sorry for me I'm good Shuffle, delete, repeat. I'm going to give you three of your classic hits and you have to choose which you would shuffle, which you would delete and which you would put on repeat. So this is always a tough one. It's something everyone on the pod does. I've got my stressed face on now. (laughs) Yeah, Kylie really does. The hand is to the forehead. hand is in her hands right now. Right. So we've got I Should Be So Lucky from 1988. Can't Get You Out of My Head from 2001. And my favourite Kylie song of all time, All The Lovers from 2010. Okay, All The Lovers repeat. Yes, me too. Repeat, repeat, repeat. So then which would you shuffle? Which sort of means, you know, you like it, but you can come back to it. And which you may be just a little this bit sick impossible. of. This is impossible. So I've got a delete shuffle left. Yeah, and you've got, I should be so lucky and can't get you out of my head. This is a nightmare. But you can justify it. I hate you right now. You can justify it. Well, I can only justify it because I have no other choice. You've put, you've. That's true. You don't. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. I'd shuffle, can't get it on my head and delete lucky. <laughs> but let's just say it's because you performed it so many times. I don't know what to say. It's in, That's impossible. <laughs> I read an interview that you did the other day and one of the lines in the interview said, 
Kylie's love life is an international fascination, which I imagine for you, when you hear that, must feel incredibly weird because no, you've this just is seen your my face. Life. That's really weird. Yeah, that's like a separate entity to to me yeah. in my life. But uh, I mean, I get it from a kind of from a distance. Of course, I I, I get it that kind of fascination. But um, but yeah, it is it's, it's still weird. Mm. And when you go through right what was, and you've been very open about this, one of the worst moments of your life because obviously you were engaged and then have to deal so publicly with the fallout from that. Yeah. How did you cope? Um, just with, I mean, honestly, it was, <laughs> once I was on my own, it was better. Mm. Just it was better because I knew that that was right. Um, and... That's there's no fault or blame with anyone, but we just were not meant to be together. Mm. Um, and I think that I talk about that on the album as well. Like you, you know, you try you try to do your best, even if somehow you, you, you know, you, you kind of know you're you're lying to yourself and you're lying to other people because you're trying to make something work because it's supposed mm. to work. Um, but actually, you're better off just mm. if you can find the honesty within yourself. So definitely helps to have good friends around and family that can, you know, look you in the eye and go, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, we're glad we got mm. you back. <laughs> but did you feel pressure? I mean, did you feel pressure like I should get married one day because that's what I am mm, meant no, to do? No, no, not really. Not really. I can honestly say I was never as, I mean, I just assume other people think this way because that's what we're sold. Mm. Um, but I... I didn't think I was the, you know, I wasn't dreaming about walking down the aisle in a wedding dress. I really was not. Um, who knows if that's part of my story, but I think I, um, I don't know, I'm a bit, maybe I'm just a little bit unconventional. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. But, I mean, are you ready for love now? Are you dating? Are you looking? Or do you wait for it to come to you? I mean, I presume I'm not Kylie Minogue could not go on Tinder, for example. <laughs> no, I'm not on any of those things. <laughs> but um, that's how people meet these days. So I imagine for you it is quite a bit harder. Oh, I just think it's hard full stop, really, well, to, is, to, yeah. to, to meet someone that, that you both, you know, you have the same feelings for each other. Yeah, it's it's... It's a minefield, but it's definitely worth it's definitely worth it. But right now, anyone special? Right now I'm just I'm just fine, let's say. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um uh-huh. which says nothing at all. <laughs> no, no, but as long as you're happy, that that is good. Firsts. Now just say what first comes into your head, Kylie. These are your firsts, okay? The first album you bought. I think it was the Jacksons. The first person you were starstruck by. Well, I met Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Not that her. long ago. When I, that's I, her. And somehow my hands ended up around her waist. I'm quite sure. It's a very I, tiny waist. I think. Like there was there was a hug and I don't know what I said. I don't know what she said. I said something like, Australia loves you. I was starstruck. <laughs> that is a very good one. The first concert you saw? Uh, Culture Club. And the first thing you do in the morning? Think about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that you're always asked about, and I do wonder if it is something that upsets you at all, mm. is is the idea of will you start a family one day? Because, of course, you've seen pop stars um, who are now 
older than you, Janet Jackson, for example, decide decide to go down that path because maybe early on mm. they were focusing on their career. Mm. Um, recently, you said it's something that you've now ruled out um, altogether. Is that a tough thing? Is that a tough thing for you? Uh, well, because when I was ill a number of years ago now, mm. it was something that I had to um, to acknowledge and come mm. face to face with mm. and definitely think about, which is was not in the brochure. That was not part of the, the plan. <laughs> But um, yeah, so it's it's a concept that I've. Uh, it's not just crept up on me now. Mm. It's I've been very aware of it and had to come to terms with if that's not. Again, if that's not my path, that's not my path. Mm. Now, on a totally different note, Kylie, but also something going back into your past. Plain Jane Superbrain. <gasps> Have you heard about this? What's what's Plain Jane Superbrain? So, what's Annie so, Jones so, done? So, so Annie Jones is going back to <gasps> Neighbours. Stop it. I swear this to God. This is the best thing I've heard in ages. I swear to God, 30 years after she left. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did anyone else know about this? It's fact. This is breaking it is news. Fact. Are I you am not sure? making this up, right, guys? Guys in the room, this sure? is happening. I promise. And obviously, Charlene <laughs> was she was Charlene's bridesmaid, you know? <laughs> Your stories on neighbors are intertwined. Can oh, you see where I'm going well, with this? I can see, but I don't think we're gonna get there. <laughs> I don't even know how I would be Charlene anymore. <laughs> would you ever consider <laughs> one final trip back to Ramsey Street, Kylie? I don't, I don't know that I could. I mean, there's that. There's a, I'm stroking the couch like I just don't know. I mean, God, never say never about anything, but um, I I I just think it would be a letdown. I think Charlene is so imprinted, and she just lives in that time and 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 lives in people's memories. That I mean, it has to stop me being incredibly excited that plain Jane super brain is <laughs> about to make a return to neighbors so um, anything can happen okay <laughs> but uh but no it's not it's not happening at this point in time um on a totally different note again I can't believe that it's true it's all true also making a lot of showbiz headlines um over the last couple of years was your legal battle with the Kardashian <laughs> clan. Because you know what annoys me? If you say Kylie, right, mm. to me and mm. to everyone in the UK and Australia and New Zealand, <laughs> that means Kylie Minogue. It certainly doesn't mean teenager Kylie Jenner. But that's what mm. she tried to say, didn't she? She tried to stop you releasing products as Kylie. Um, well, I, I, I probably can't say too much no because it was a just, big legal issue well here, there was it? there was some some legal back and forth um and it was all actually it was all dealt with really well and 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 you know as, as nice as can be um i just don't know that they really thought about it um i mean i'm not that for, i'm in america if you say Kylie, of course you're going to think of Kylie Jenner. Here it's a totally different story. So um, we came to an agreement um, and it's all fine. But you can be Kylie. You can be Kylie if you want. Well, I probably it's will tonight. It's a name. Tonight. I probably will tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit later on. But it's so funny to me that uh, I've probably only met a couple of people older than me called Kylie. So it must have just been pretty new at the time. If I knew I was going to be famous, I would not have called myself Kylie Minogue. That's just a weird <laughs> bunch of letters in a row. Carly, Kelly, Julie, Kyle, no, Manoush, Minogue, 
Minogu. Like, it's taken, we take it for granted now that you, you can pronounce my name, but it I wasn't do, like that when I was a kid. But I do wonder if uh, Chris Jenner was a fan of Kylie. I don't because know. Because maybe, maybe it I'll inspired meet her one day her and ask her. I think you should. Last. What is the last meal you had? Pasta. The last time you Googled yourself? Oh, it's been a long time. I don't know. The last song that you listened to? Uh, Soundcheck. Uh, uh, Golden. The last person you spoke to on the phone? My video commissioner. (laughs) (laughs) How boring is that? That's really boring. That is so boring. 
a Weinstein or someone who potentially was trying to take advantage of you. No. Charlene must have given them a look and I said, I, yeah. <laughs> I work at the mechanics. You can't. Um, no, I'm making a lot of something very, very serious. But uh, no, no. And, of course, um, the other big talking point over here in the UK is Ant McPartland, who obviously you performed with very recently mm, on Saturday Night was Takeaway. Yeah, just 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 a few weeks ago. And, of course, he... Um, was in a drink driving accident now in in rehab and i guess it's just raised the whole issue of how people cope in this industry with drink and with drugs yeah. and it's something that you have somehow seemingly always managed to avoid and i just wonder number one what your thought is about you know obviously what's going on with that but but secondly how you have managed to always avoid that temptation in some really difficult times in, in your life. Hmm. Okay. The first part, I don't really know much about his story. I, I just, I, I mean, I just kind of get the You were just in the bath of, with him having some fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think, you know, there's such affection for him that yeah. people uh, feel so, so sorry for him. Um, and it does make you stop and think about I think people take those kind of characters Ant and Dick, they're just always there they're so dependable and that's got a way on there's you know, way on them in, in, in some form and yeah this this business has does have a lot of pressure but so does banking so does heart mm. surgery so does mm. I don't know also, truck driving I don't know there's but the biggest story of how do we cope with with pressure that that's an interesting one um i just try to chat with friends mm. really yeah well, have a sensible glass of wine yeah and don't go driving yes never <laughs> never do that but you did say um recently that that when you were going through some tough times, for example, you got on a plane and, and you went to Thailand. So I think is it sometimes mm. removing yourself from a situation Oh, yeah. I mean, too. a change can be as good as a holiday. That that didn't make so much sense because I went on a holiday, which made a big change. <laughs> um, but, yeah, to take yourself out of your normal routine and just just to step away and get some perspective on on your, you know, if, if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, yeah, that's great to be able to get away. But not everyone can do that. I just lucked out at that point in time that I was travelling to Australia and I said, right, that's it. I'm stopping halfway. And I did it three times that year. Each trip to Australia stopped in Thailand. And it's just, it just, I don't know. It's do you, it's, it's good to me, that place. Do you think it's also helped that you've had Danny, your sister, as someone who understands the industry? Because I think it's something where you guys are really lucky because – Obviously, you're very close as sisters, but how many big celebrities can turn to a member of their own family who basically pretty much knows some of those very unique pressures that come with being in the public eye? Yeah, no, that's really helpful. Um, and also our brother, who's between yes. the two of us, um, we just we both idolise him, and he's been he's been, he's lived with it, so he can appreciate it, and he can have. Not, I mean, he's he's very very um, very sensitive as well to to for both of us as to how we're feeling and how we're coping. 
Um, Bless you know, him. Split. He must have had to put up uh, with a lot over the years. Well, apparently. yeah, he does deserve a medal, as do, <laughs> as do our parents. Yeah. But um, but you are a very close-knit family. Oh, yeah, we really are. So that's great. So, yeah, it's, Danny and I, we can we can have that little, you know, grizzle or moan or, or have that kind of moment where she gets it, I get it, and, and that's really helpful. But our brother does as well. Is this your life? You have to say whether these facts are true or false. You like to collect antique coat hangers. False. That's right. According to an interview with Elle magazine, you claim to have a phobia of coat hangers. In uh, fact. I just, I'm, I, it's like mommy dearest, I just don't like, you know, it's no more wire hangers. Yeah, they can really wind me up actually. It's just because so much of my life is, is um, clothing. You had your famous behind insured for nearly three million pounds. Not true. You replaced first choice Ozzy Osbourne in the Baz Luhrmann film Moulin Rouge. Maybe I did. I'm not sure about that fact. Because you played the Green Fairy, but Ozzy did some of the screaming, you see. Ah, okay, okay. You have the most waxworks in Madame Tussauds. I think after the Queen. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. That's insane. Other than Queen Elizabeth of the I went to Madame Tussauds when I came here as a tourist. <laughs> Incredible. You once punched Jason Donovan in the face. I did. I did accidentally. And it was you know a- when you do like a stunt, a stunt yes. punch and you meant to just, but I actually decked him. And I think it was one of your first scenes, wasn't <laughs> it? Was. You were the first person to receive four Logie Awards in one year. Yeah. True. Yes, True. it is. Your first 13 singles went straight to the top Did 10 they? in the UK. How about that? And check this out. Something not even Madonna, Michael Jackson, the Beatles, Elton John or ABBA could achieve. Wow. You've had less than 30 songs in the top 10 of the UK singles chart. True or false? True. False. You've had 34. Oh, good. You made You made your acting debut in Neighbours at the age of 18. False. Correct. Your acting debut. Tell me if I'm right. Aussie Soap Skyways. You were only 12. I was 11, I think. 11. Yeah. My and goodness. Jason Donovan played my brother. Gosh. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah. And the hot pants you wore in the music video for Spinning Around cost 50p. True. Apparently. My girlfriend found them in like a secondhand store. I think they're from the 70s, 80s, 70s. So they were already, um, I don't What's know if it was Oxford. I don't know where she got them, but they they cost 50p. And imagine how much they are worth now. Now they're in uh, a museum and you can't touch. You can't, I've donated just about all of my costumes to the Performing Arts Museum in Melbourne. Amazing. They've got Charlene's overalls, which I probably nicked from set or took <laughs> as a memento when I left. They've got the overalls, the hot pants, showgirl outfits, like all the all the tour costumes, video costumes. So you can't touch anything without white gloves, which is really weird to me when so I go in. you can't even try them on now? No. They are like a proper piece of history. But, yeah. Pop history. <laughs> I need to visit this museum. <laughs> now, along with Madonna, you are one of pop's great survivors. Being able to release a big pop album on a major record label when you're approaching 50 mm-hmm. is something that 
in this industry these days is virtually unheard of. So I'm fascinated by what you think. You're making me nervous now. Well, you shouldn't be nervous because the album is absolutely incredible. And also I think just like Madonna, you have your fan base who now will stick by you through thick and thin and love what you do. But do you still feel that pressure of how do I stay relevant in this industry which is now all about streaming or a different type of dance music or rap? I feel the pressure every album. Yeah. Um, I, and, I mean, I, th- this album, I just, I, I believe in it so much, I don't feel, I, of course, I still get nervous when it's getting to release time. And I don't understand the charts, to be perfectly honest. No I'm one just, does. I don't no get it. So now. all I can do is, you know, <laughs> set the ship uh, off to sail and just, you know, see what happens. Yeah. I, I really get my response from doing shows, from people in the street, from, um, you know, just from, from, from actual feedback. But if someone had said to you 30 years ago when you released Kylie mm. that you would still be producing big albums three decades on, nearly about to turn 50, yeah. probably you wouldn't have believed them because the pop career is usually so much shorter than that. I would have said 50. Like, I remember being, you know, 20. 50 was just ancient. Um, so I guess it's different when when you it's you who is 50. But uh, all, I think our, I mean, I look at people, I don't, I don't know how old anyone is. It's just like, mm, just kind of say, oh, they're around something. So I think our, what we can do now has changed. 50 now Absolutely. is very different to 50 when... When I was 14, God, even 30 seemed ancient when I was yeah. 14. It's like, you know, your, your auntie would come over and be like, oh, she's so old. <laughs> she doesn't understand anything it's about, so true. you know, what music I'm listening to or what I want to wear and all that stuff. But, um, no, I, I would not have been able to comprehend that because I was probably meant to be a one-hit wonder in many people's eyes. I thought I was just going to keep on acting and singing my takeoff. So you just you just never know. I'm, and I think so much of it is destiny. A lot of it is hard work. Uh, taking chance and opportunity, grab it if it's there. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, and make some amazing music. That's the bottom line. So when people ask me about the change with streaming and this and that and how different is it, the nucleus mm. of what you of what you hope to mm. send out to the world mm. is the same. You've got to be in the studio mm. writing songs. Because do you know what song. do you know what I would say about you? You have never released a bad album. And Impossible Princess. <laughs> no, no, no. Because Impossible Princess, I, I may which have released is some that were better than others. <laughs> no, I see. I see. I think there hasn't been a bad album. And even Impossible Princess, which obviously at the time mm. was was really derided, now absolutely stands the test of time. Obviously, it was Kylie Mark II back yeah. then. So. I think I think it is down to the music fundamentally. Same same with Madonna. Yeah. And obviously yeah. there will be some that maybe you like more than others, but you know what I mean, you get the point I'm I making. do, and thank you. Turn around. This is the last minute of the podcast, mm-hmm. and it's the point where in the podcast where you have full control. So you actually have a minute. See ya. To, yeah, you're out of here. Well, you have this minute to ask as many questions of me as you want. So it's basically a chance to get revenge on the journalist. So you can ask me about you or your career. <laughs> Enough or about, about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? That's I... Bette Midler's famous line. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Or Alanis Morris said, enough about me. Let's talk about you for yeah. a minute. Oh, 
Okay. So, it's the last minute. What so do you've I got a minute. To? The time okay. is Who now. Who have you been starstruck by? Dolly Parton as well, actually. Really? In all seriousness. I went to interview her in Nashville and she was one of the nicest in people. In Nashville? Yep, in Nashville, Dolly Parton, one of the nicest people I've ever met. She's so I fully like, agree she's with like you. a white witch. She just, she she's is. a spell. She is. So I was genuinely, genuinely starstruck by her. Who would you like to interview that you have not yet interviewed? I would love to interview the Queen. But I don't think she'll do it, so I'll have to settle for the Queen of Pop. <laughs> you. Never say never. I'll and try. What, what would you ask the Queen? Do you know what? I would ask her what she thinks is probably the biggest achievement in her reign because wouldn't that just be fascinating to know like what time she thought was the yeah, most difficult. Yeah, that would difficult. be a difficult question to answer. I think it would. I think it would for her but I'd be fascinated Don't to know. Don't give her shuffle, delete or repeat. <laughs> just just, just promise me that because that was I can that's too much. I make that promise immediately. <laughs> one final question. Oh, I've question. got one. I've got one. Okay. This is a real revenge one. Okay, Have you good. ever written anything that you regretted? Yeah, definitely. I knew it. Definitely. That's that's, that's very honest answer. Yeah, no, of course, because, you know, everyone is human in this industry. Sometimes you make a mistake about something or or maybe there was a line in an interview that someone – probably didn't need out there or you know and so so you do have those those regrets but obviously you know I write hundreds of stories a year and so you're always all I would say is I always try to do right by the people who I interview yeah Yeah. but I definitely have regrets (laughs) I think we've all got we've got regrets but not this interview this has been a lot of fun thanks so much Kylie you're a great interviewer yourself thanks maybe you should do your own podcast yeah (laughs) no I couldn't (laughs) I would literally just waffle on and people would be so bored well thank you so much for being a guest on mine thank you Kylie Minogue she came on the pod I'm so excited about it no that was really really great wasn't it so disappointed she's not returning to Neighbours, but obviously has much more to focus on. And genuinely, the album Golden is just incredible. Cast our mind back to earlier in the year, Camila Cabello was here for her big first solo podcast appearance. Wow, it got headlines all around the world, that one, for days on end. So if you want to listen to it, then just make sure you subscribe to the pod right now, the Dan Wooten interview. You can find all of our previous interviews there totally for free. There's Camille, but there's also her former band Fifth Harmony have just broken up like two weeks ago. I could see that one coming a mile off. Listen to the podcast and you'll see what I mean. But loads of feedback on Camille's interview at Denver098 on Twitter says, that's the one thing about Camille. I don't see her being a diva and blacklisting questions. She just answers it and tries to be classy. It's maturity. I've sometimes wished she'd be more of a diva and be demanding or confrontational, but then I remember her being the exact opposite of that And that's why I like her. She was the exact opposite of that. She was the exact opposite of Fifth Harmony, who most certainly were divas. But as I say, you just listen back to the podcast and you'll know exactly what I mean. Beppa on Twitter, speaking about Fifth Harmony's split and this podcast, said, when the strongest vocalist leaves, it's only a matter of time. You look at Zayn with One Direction and then you look at Camila with Fifth Harmony. Of course, I asked Camille about that moment at the VMAs when Fifth Harmony pushed a mannequin representing her off the stage. And Draction123 on Instagram said, Camila is a queen, but I hate Fifth Harmony after the VMAs. It was a nasty thing. But then a slightly more moderate view from Tap Lexinen, who said, I love both Camila and Fifth Harmony. 
They had a dispute that went public but stopped with the comparison. People are allowed to deal with things without being compared. People can choose to be graceful and others choose to vocalize how they feel as well. Both valid. And look, I agree with that, but the problem was that Fifth Harmony just weren't graceful about it, and Camille most definitely was. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about this one now because I think we know who well and truly ended up winning that battle because Camille is now one of the biggest music stars around the world. So look, Really hoped you enjoyed the interview today. If you have any feedback about some of those amazing revelations from Kylie, then please do find me on social media because I love to hear what you think. So on Facebook, it's at Dan Wooten. That's W-O-O-T-T-O-N. If you're wondering, you can also find me at Dan Wooten on Twitter and at Dan Wooten on Instagram too. And of course, subscribe to the podcast right now because then you'll get these interviews first and free. And we've got some amazing names coming up in the weeks to come. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to Kylie for having us backstage. We're currently in her band's dressing room, so I think it's about time we need to clear out because they're trying to get in here. So I'll go now and we'll talk to you again next week. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.